Hey, what's up everybody? It's Norm. It is November 30th, 2018, and this is our update on the persecuted church around the world. This from persecution.org, International Christian Concern. China enforces new restrictions on religious freedom in education institutions. Teachers and students in China, including foreigners, are not allowed to preach or promote their religion or speak of their religious beliefs. Municipal authorities in a city in China's northern Hebei province have been given strict instructions on how to handle students and teachers who share their religious beliefs. In addition to, the training, to training officials how to respond to the teaching of religious information, the Sichuan Prov Provincial Ethic and Religious Affairs Committee publicly shared that they have trained more than 100 officials and law enforcement officers to help control the churches in that province. One student in Shandong province was asked to renounce their faith by local authorities. Another student in the same province was told that if she continued to be Christian, she would not be given her diploma. A medical student shared that they were pressured to renounce their faith and after refusing was told that she would be called to have a quote-unquote ideological conversation in the future. The new regulation that went into effect on February 18th are targeting Christian students and making it harder for them at educational institutions. The new laws have made it illegal for anyone under 18 to attend a church service or receive religious education. Hundreds of church leaders have spoken out against the new regulations, begging the government to stop its violent acts towards the church, but the church has seen little improvement. So here's an example of what you deal with when the government is the source of the persecution. Um, students are, are being told they can't have their diplomas. They're not allowed to even speak about religion on, the, on college campuses. Um, and they're also trying to control churches by not allowing anyone under the, 18, under the age of 18 to attend church services. So this is happening in China. Um, I don't, I've, I don't think this is a, a far-fetched possibility to happen here. The way that the climate is changing, the way that the, not the climate, the atmosphere towards Christian is changing, um, we're seeing more and more efforts to control what is able to be said and what Christians are able to do, even in our own country. So where China is, is absolutely potential where we could be in 20, 30, 50 years down the road. So let's continue to pray for our brothers and sisters in China um, and continue to be bold to share the gospel with those who need to hear it. Moving on to our world watch list, we are up to number one. And as it has been for the last 17 years, North Korea is our number one country on the world watch list. A few facts. The region for North Korea is Asia. Persecution type is communist and post-communist oppression. Uh, persecution level is extreme. Population in North Korea is 25,405,000. Christians make up about 300,000 of those. Main religion is atheism. Government is a communist dictator. And the leader is King, Kim Jong-un. Where persecution comes from. The main driver of North Korean Christian persecution is the state. For three generations, everything in the country focused on idolizing the leading Kim family. Christians are seen as hostile elements in society which have to be eradicated. 
Due to the constant indoctrination permeating the whole country, neighbors and even family members are highly watchful and report anything suspicious to the authorities. Children are especially vulnerable to the heavy indoctrination. Reports show that some children report their own parents for religious activity. Therefore, many parents prefer not to tell their children anything about their Christian faith until they're older. How Christians are Suffering If Christians are discovered, no matter if they are heirs to the Christian communities from before the Korean War or found the Christian faith in other ways, for example, during the Great Famine in the 1990s, which caused tens of thousands of citizens to seek help in China, not only are they deported to labor camps as political criminals or even killed on the spot, their families will share in their fate as well. Christians do not have the slightest space in society. Meeting other Christians in order to worship is almost impossible, and some believers dare and if some believers dare to, it has to be done in utmost secrecy. The churches the churches shown to visit visitors in Pyongyang serve mere propaganda purposes. Due to the extremely difficult security situation, it is not possible to give examples of Christian persecution, but the highly unusual case of Pastor Han Chung Yol who was killed by a squad of four North Korean agents in the Chinese border town of Changbai on April 30, 2016, may serve as an illustration. What was most shocking was not the fact of the killing, but that it was done so, so publicly. So if the authorities are not shy to kill a foreign Christian abroad, it may be easier to imagine how they act once they find a local Christian. Of course, every Christian cop will be closely interrogated to uncover any networks. Ways We Can Pray for North Korea Leader Kim Jong-un has continued to consolidate his power. No changes or improvements have been seen in the past year. Please pray for Kim Jong-un that he would come to know the one true God. Pray for change within the regime and that the power of evil in the country will be broken. The situation for Christians is vulnerable and precarious. They face persecution from state authorities and their non-Christian families, friends, and neighbors. Pray for their protection. Pray for Christians who suffer in prisons, labor camps, and remote areas. Pray that God will give the North Korean church strength and endurance. North Korea heads up the world watch list for the 17th consecutive year. Pray that the country's rulers will come to know God for the protection of the North Korean church and for healing and restoration to take place in the country. Let's pray. Father, thank you um, for yet another example of brothers and sisters around the world who are willing to stand in the face of persecution for their faith in Christ. And we thank you for the salvation that is offered through Christ's sacrifice and his work on the cross, Lord, and not a, not none of our own so that none of us can boast, but it's all Christ's work. And we, we place our trust in that. And we thank you that because of what he did on the cross, that we are delivered from the wrath that is to come. Father, we lift up our brothers and sisters who are being persecuted. We pray, especially in, in China right now, Lord, we pray that you would change laws, that you would change the hearts of the government, and that you would strengthen our brothers and sisters who are being denied diplomas and being arrested and imprisoned um, are not allowed to attend church before the age of 18. We pray that you be with them, that you provide provide discipleship for them, and that you just continue to strengthen their faith um, and help them to walk in in uh, in solid belief in what your what Christ has done for them. Lord, we lift up we lift up our brothers and sisters in North Korea. We pray for Kim Jong Un. Um, 
We pray that he would come to know you, God, that you would draw him to yourself, that you would put, oh, excuse me, that you would put Christians in his path that would share the gospel, that would be, would, would risk their lives to share the gospel with this man, and that the laws in this country would change. We pray for our brothers and sisters who are um, practicing their Christianity and hiding um, or are being persecuted because they're not hiding. Lord, we pray for their protection. We pray for those who are in prison. We pray for those in labor camp and remote areas. God, we pray that, that you would give the church their, the, the strength to endure throughout the persecution that they face. Uh, we lift up, again, all the rulers in this country that, that laws would change and that the attitude uh, towards Christians would would change in this country, Lord, and that freedom of religion would be something that they could enjoy as well. And Lord, as always, we we thank you uh, for your your word, and we pray all these things for your glory and in your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen, guys. Thank you again for being part of this, for for uh, sticking with this for the last month. Um, continuing to be aware of what's happening to our brothers and sisters around the world. Uh, like I said, I will, I'm going to continue on with this probably twice a month. We'll touch on one of the top 50 countries in the world watch list and um, share more stories just to, to keep our persecuted brothers and sisters in the forefront of our mind that we would continue to pray for them. So if you have friends that uh, friends, family, church members who would be willing to join us in prayer, Please invite them to come to the Facebook page, Persecuted Church Awareness Month. If you're on YouTube, if you're watching this on YouTube, please like the video, share the video, and subscribe to the website and invite others to do so. Um, we'll have the regular uh, podcast every Sunday, and then looks like I'm probably going to try to do the second and fourth Wednesdays of every month to do an update on the Persecuted Church around the world. So, one more time, thank you guys for being part of this, and as always... Preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They're necessary. And until next time, Soli Deo Gloria.